0: Everyone, welcome home, and welcome to the Mount Carmel Ministries podcast. On today's episode, Pastor Steve will be talking about joy, concluding his Overcome series. Enjoy, and may you be blessed by this message. Let's pray together. Oh, gracious God, it is so good to be together this morning. And I pray right now that you would calm our minds, open our hearts. And may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing to you, our rock and our redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, again, good morning, Mount Carmel. Oh, yeah, this is my first time at Mount Carmel. My wife, Lana, is with me. We've been married 30 years. We have four adult. Yeah, thank you. We've got four adult children and we've been we've had a great time and so i think now i can can we switch over to my my thing yeah sweet there we go so how many of you have seen the movie inside out yeah one of my all-time favorite movies so we've been talking about some heavy duty emotions this weekend friday and saturday we on friday morning we talked about anxiety and anger and Saturday yesterday morning we talked about depression and grief and it's been cold and it's been rainy but this morning we're talking about joy and the sun came out Woo! thank you very much (laughs) plan that plan that yeah that was good but I'm so excited because we do get to talk about joy today And so here's my question to you. What makes you happy? Family. Oh, yeah, family. Okay, Yeah, turn to your neighbor. I'll give you 30 seconds. Turn to your neighbor. What makes you happy? Just go ahead. All right. I agree. I agree. All that you said makes me happy. Here's one thing that makes me happy. Aww. This is Shasta. He's my little dog. When we got Shasta, first of all, what made me happy was that my wife, we, we, like my kids and I all ganged up and tricked her uh, pretty much. And we went to the pet store, and we found this little ball of white fur, and, and we brought him home, and I just didn't realize how quickly and how much love and connection and joy you could have with such a little creature. And when he was, I mean, he was this big when he was a puppy, and now he's only this big. He's 13 years old now. But when he was a puppy, man, he would, every night, he would get into this mood, and he would just run behind the couch, and he would do this figure eight through the living room and back behind the couch, (laughs) the whole time. And we just sat and laughed, and we got so much happiness out of this little dog. You know, we, uh, as citizens of the United States of America, it is hardwired into our DNA to believe that happiness is one of our inalienable rights. Correct? We have, we, we are told in our Constitution that it is one of our God-given inalienable, inalienable rights for life, liberty, and the pursuit of Happiness. That's a pretty good uh, constitution, right? Well, welcome and meet your happiness chemicals. This weekend, one of the things that we've been talking about is brain chemistry and how God actually has given us good drugs. And they're free. And they have no side effects. And there's actually four happy chemicals in your brain. And we want them. We are hardwired by God to seek them. And we, want, we seek activities that emit these drugs in our brain. The first one is dopamine. And this is fascinating to me because each of these four drugs are associated with a different kind of happiness. Dopamine is released when we do something that makes us feel successful, like we've accomplished a goal. When you want that one thing and you get that one thing, oh, that's dope. see what I did yeah okay the second kind of drug is serotonin and serotonin flows through our brain when we have a sense of importance when we feel valued which is by the way when we feel depressed when we're down when we have negativity as our primary identity that's because the serotonin levels are gone they're way too low right so when somebody says wow great job you are valuable Woo! we get some serotonin going right the third kind of happy chemical in our brain is oxytocin which is a feeling of trust this is the feeling that you long for in a spouse in a friend right there's different levels of trust and the ultimate level of trust between humans is that commitment of marriage and when when you're dating and you look into that potential spouse's eye and you just have this sense I mean there's lots of other chemicals going on too but there's lots of other hormones that play but the the happy chemical that you're actually looking for is oxytocin because you want we all long for that person who we can trust unconditionally, right? And then the fourth happy chemical is endorphin. This is the feeling of euphoria that masks pain. And this, I believe, is what most of us mean when we say happy. And this is the drug that drives most of our empty pursuits in our culture today. We're seeking an endorphin rush. But I want to tell you two things that I learned from the movie Inside Out. Now, if you haven't seen the movie, let me just frame it for you really quickly. It's a story about a little girl and I can't even remember her first name. Riley! Riley. Yes, thank you. Riley is 11 years old. I knew I could count on you guys for that. Riley is 11 years old and The whole movie takes place inside of her mind, inside of her spirit, in these five emotions, and we learn that as a child, joy is the first thing that's born in her. And joy, the story is really about joy, trying to make sure that Riley's life is happy all the time. And she meets fear and sadness and anger and disgust. And she really doesn't understand them. And she doesn't want them to get in the way of Riley's happiness. And the reason I love this movie is because the hero of the movie ends up being sadness. Sadness saves the day. And and what Joy realizes, this is the first thing, first lesson I learned from inside out is that happy is not equal to joy. Happy is wanting to get an endorphin that makes me feel really good so I can ignore all of my pain. Let me tell you this right now. Happy doesn't last. And if you're seeking happiness, happy, it's like any other addictive drug. The more you get it, the more you need it to feel the same. Which is why people use artificial forms of happy. Whether it is um, any kind of recreational drug, whether it's uh, relationships that are meaningless, any kind of pursuit of happiness. Because we don't understand that happy is not the same as joy. Because the second thing I learned from this movie is that you can't have true joy without all of the other emotions. And in the movie, all of Riley's memories were pure colors of these emotions. And what she learned when she stepped into being 12 years old, so mature is that all memories actually are a mixture of multiple emotions because you can't actually know joy without knowing sadness or fear or anger or disgust because this is actually what scripture teaches us about joy. Look at our first reading from James. It says, whenever you face trials. Now remember, this letter was written to people who in their day... The trials they were facing were being arrested and even murdered, executed for being a Christian. These are the trials. And so James writes to them, whenever you face trials of any kind, consider it nothing but joy? Seriously? Notice, he doesn't say happiness. Because you know That the testing of your faith produces endurance. The translation that we read earlier was steadfastness. Endurance. Endurance is that quality of life where you can make it the distance all the way to the end without giving up. So that endurance can have its full effect. Why? That's what so that means. So that you may be mature and complete. The second passage, I'm doing it a little differently. It's from Philippians. Uh, Sometimes I like to cartoon my texts. So it says, again from the NRSV, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say again, Rejoice. Let the gentleness, your gentleness, be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything. We talked about anxiety, right? It was like, this is easier said than done. Do not worry about anything. What is the antidote to worry? But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. You notice what this character is doing? Everything you have, turn it over. Lift it up. All of your fear, all of your pain, all of your anger, don't hide it from God. Don't pretend it's not there. Give it over to God and be thankful that you have it. Right? And then what happens? (laughs) He says, and then... The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The peace of God. Peace is not the absence of problems. Peace is the presence of God in the midst of them. And the peace of God will guard your heart. And then he ends by this, finally, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable. If there is anything of excellence and there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. As we went through our four sessions on mental health, we talked about strategies, and one of those strategies is refocusing. The definition of anxiety is when you focus on the things you cannot control. And Paul encourages us. Spend your time thinking about the things that are true and noble and good. And you will understand and remember. I mean, it's a simple little thing like count your blessings. Right? Count the good things because when life seems horribly bad, I guarantee you there is still something wonderfully good to focus on. And when we get to that place, we remember, this is what we learned in every session, the only way out of anxiety and anger, depression, grief, and trauma is how through it when we know that God through Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit is with us and in it, we can go through it. And when we are through it and going through it, that, my friends, is joy. Which is so much better than happiness. Because true joy releases all of those happy chemicals in our brain we know that we are valuable, that we can trust God, that we have succeeded the goodness of God in our life, and it does cover the pain. Well, thank you for joining us, and I pray that this podcast was a blessing to you today. If you feel you've been blessed by this message, please head over to mountcarmelministries.com or call us at 320-846-2744 to support the ministry that is this podcast episode. Thank you in advance and tune in next week for the next sermon series.